you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Today on NFL Fantasy Live, these fantasy stars may have gotten you to the big dance, but are you bold enough to bench them in the biggest game of the year? Find out which studs you should sit in the championship. Plus, you may think you've got your lineup all set, but don't hit that submit button just yet. Adam Rank's list of likes and dislikes are here to show you the light. And just because you're out of the playoffs doesn't mean your fantasy season is over. We reveal our top players for daily fantasy leagues. This is NFL Fantasy Live. Welcome to NFL Fantasy Live, the official hey. fantasy football show. Hey, of the NFL, Matt Money Smith here with Mr. Hey, the Admiral Akbar Gabacha, the Amila, <laughs> and Fantasy Hall of Famer. We like to call him the Hoff, at least I do, Michael Fabiano. Remember, you can always tweet the show year-round with your questions at NFL Fantasy. Gentlemen, we have two games on NFL Network Saturday, tomorrow. Do not forget about that. Set your lineup. Oh, Eagles, Redskins. 4 p.m. You went 1 and 15 this year. 4 p.m. <laughs> Eastern, followed by Chargers wow. 49ers. Put my record out there in front of everybody. Right on Front Street. Right on Front Street. I got you. Uh, how about it, Fabs? Let's get uh, let's get started here. Just give us one player, one player that you would start in that Eagles versus Redskins tilt. There are actually a few, but Mark Sanchez is a guy that I think could put up 18 to 22 fantasy points in that game. The Redskins pass defense, no bueno. Okay, how about uh, the evening contest, Akbar? Chargers versus 49ers. Give us one player you'll start. Chargers versus, okay, let me carry over the three. No one. Nobody. Yeah. Nope. Not, not <laughs> the math didn't add up. All I right. carried over the three, too. Let's uh, get right into it then. Uh, if you aren't starting no anybody <laughs> in that contest, let's talk about players you would bench championship weekend that have otherwise been productive all season long. Now, I just mentioned Mark Sanchez, right? Yeah. I would play Mark Sanchez over Russell Wilson this week. And I know Russell Wilson's been one of the best quarterbacks in fantasy this year. He's fourth in fantasy points among all players. But 
He has seven touchdowns and six turnovers in five career games against the Cardinals. 14.2 fantasy points per game on average in two career road games in the desert. And the Cardinals have allowed the ninth fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks this year. He isn't like Andrew Luck, for example, uh, or a guy like Drew Brees, who is almost always going to give you 15-plus fantasy points. His floor is a little bit lower when the matchup is tough, and the matchups don't get much tougher than playing in Arizona. Yeah, it is remarkable what the Cardinals have done this year, the players they have lost. Todd Bowles just blitz, 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 yeah. blitz, and they and cannot be again. beat, and then blitz yeah. again when you're done with that. Akbar, uh, you're going to stay with um, that in Cardinals In that same game, team, it, with the same Todd Bowles uh, notion that, you know, you talk about blitz, the run blitz, and so on and so forth. So Marshawn Lynch, Marshawn Lynch is another guy that I would look to say, hey, look, he, I don't think he's going to put up the same type of production. We saw what he did in the run game uh, in their game previously this year. He only had 30-something yards against them. Now, of course, he did have eight fantasy points. That's because he was involved in the passing game. But this defense is outstanding. They bring a lot of pressure, and they can stop them. They're not afraid of a guy like a Marshawn Lynch. And if you look at his production, he's had one rush touchdown in the last five games. And so you look at what the Cardinals doing, same thing. They've allowed one rush touchdown in the last five games. So, Look, I, I don't think this that that's a bad combination. I don't think it bowls well for uh, the Marshawn Lynch. I'm in four championships, and I have him in two of those, and I have to play him. Well, I guess you, you have to, saying, I have uh, to play him. Well, bad well, news for luck. you. Hey, yeah. hey, you should have picked up Toby yeah. Gerhardt and started him. <laughs> he would have got you 11 points. We'll have more scores. I'm not playing Toby <laughs> Gerhardt over the beast points. mode. Marshawn Lynch going to get you more than 11 points? We'll find out. Starts and sits later for now. The latest news, we throw it over to Marcus Grant and Adam Rank. I'm in so much trouble. Thank you. Money, we are here as always. Getting you caught up with all the news and notes from around the National Football League. We'll start in Dallas. We're on Friday. Cowboys owner Jerry Jones told 105.3 the fan he's, quote, pretty positive DeMarco Murray will be able to play Sunday against the Colts. Murray has been limited in practice this week after undergoing surgery on his left hand Monday. So, assuming DeMarco does play, how concerned are you, Rank, that he could be on a limited snap count? Oh, if Dr. Jones says he's cool, then what concerns would I have about this? I, I imagine DeMarco Murray will play and he'll have a monster game and we'll be talking about it much like we talked about Emmett Smith back in the early 90s when he, when he had like his Separated shoulder. It's like his arm was, you know... Right, amputated or right. something. I don't know. Google it. It was a, it was a harrowing story or something like that. But uh, Murray will have a, a monster game and he'll be good and we'll be looking back a couple of weeks from now wondering what the fuss was about. This guy's going to be fun. All right. Well, we'll go with that then. Staying in the NFC East, though, Giants running back Rashad Jennings missed practice again on Friday. Jennings has been dealing with a lingering ankle injury that caused him to leave last week's game against Washington after just one carry. With Andre Williams gone in most leagues, is there somebody out there that you think you can grab off waivers for insurance this week? Yeah, go get Toby Gerhardt. Oh, wait. You <laughs> Sorry missed, about that. You missed the boat on that one. I guess Andre Williams would probably be the next guy out, but I really don't care for the matchup. So, if you've been waiting around for this one, you're in a little bit of trouble. There might be somebody like Jonathan Stewart on the waiver wire, but there are not going to be a lot of options this late in the season. I'm telling you, Toby Gerhardt, we said it yesterday. Right. Toby Gerhardt was the play. Ah, too bad. If only you had a DeLorean with a flux capacitor. If only, and that only sort we had a thing. TV show, we could have told some people on Thursday. It probably would have helped out. Falcons wide receiver Julio Jones missed practice again on Friday and is listed as questionable for Sunday's game against the Saints. Jones has been dealing with a hip injury he suffered in Week 14 against the Green Bay Packers. Earlier this week, Coach Mike Smith said he's confident that Jones will play Sunday against New Orleans, but Julio hasn't practiced all week. So, Adam, how concerned are you that? 
Jones might miss your championship game. I would be very concerned about this one. If guys don't practice on Friday, that's a bad situation because when they usually play on Sunday, that means they're going to be a bit of a decoy. So if you had Harry Douglas last week and Harry went out there and did work for you, start him this week. It's a great matchup against the Saints. They give up tons of fantasy points to most teams and quarterbacks unless they're helmed by Jay Cutler. Otherwise, <laughs> you can go out there and have some good success against them. You know, last couple seasons, Harry Douglas has been a nice pickup. He's fine. Yeah, he's a great option. Don't Absolutely. worry about it. Go for it. It's not looking good for Colts wide receiver T.Y. Hilton to suit up on Sunday. He missed practice again on Friday. And... Like Julio Jones, Hilton is listed as questionable. However, Colts head coach Chuck Pagano said Hilton is a special player. Don't count him out just yet. Hilton has been dealing with a hamstring injury he suffered last Sunday against the Texans. Should you bank on Hilton playing Sunday because of Pagano's optimism, or are you making some insurance plans? I enjoy his optimism, but I really can't trust Hilton this week with that hamstring. Again, if these guys aren't practicing on Friday, especially with injuries like hamstrings, which always seem to flare up, even if the guy wants to give it a go, he always seems to go out and re-injure himself. There's usually not a lot of happy stories about a guy battling through these type of injuries. So if you need some insurance, uh, you could actually, if, if Harry Douglas is out there uh, and he's an option, right. you could go pick him up. But if you got to wait, because it is a later game on Sunday, if you want to wait and go pick up uh, Dante Moncrief. But that's, hey. that's where you're at. All right. Dante Moncrief. Week 16. We're down to the nits and the grits at this point. <laughs> Cam Newton could return this Sunday and is listed as probable against the Cleveland Browns after missing last week after suffering two fractures in his vertebrae from a car accident. Panthers head coach Ron Rivera was impressed with Newton's recovery all week and said, they'll have a better feeling on Newton's status on Saturday. So assuming Cam starts against the Browns, do you trust putting him in your lineup with the championship on a line? You know what? I would look at some other options. There's some other guys available on the waiver wire. I really like Alex Smith this week going up against the Steelers who have allowed the most fantasy points to quarterbacks over the course of the season. But Newton being back does make me feel better about Greg Olson, Calvin Benjamin. Jonathan Stewart will probably run the ball a little bit more because they want to protect Cam a little bit more than they have in the past. So it's good for the periphery, guys. Not necessarily starting Newton. Who would have thought we'd get to week 16 and we're talking about Alex Smith starting for championships, right? Things you never would have said back in August, right? One last quick news item. Bill's running back C.J. Spiller has been activated from injured reserve after recovering from a broken collarbone. and He's listed as probable for the game against the Raiders. Do you dare start him or are you concerned he could eat into Fred Jackson's carries? Nope, this inspires Fred Jackson (laughs) and you would have to be some sort of contrarian to even say that you would ever think of starting C.J. Spiller. So you're starting C.J. Spiller. No, no. I have somebody else, some bespectacled man in mind. Oh, yeah, that guy. He might do it, too. Speaking of which, we'll get back to him in a second. But be sure to set your DVRs for our late airing of NFL Fantasy Live for all the latest injury news and updates for your roster. Check us out 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific, right here on NFL Network. For now, we'll throw it back to that bespectacled gentleman. (laughs) I can say that. And the rest of his friends. I am so winning the championship with Toby Gerhardt and C.J. Spiller. Blake Bortles, Charlie Whitehurst, state quarterback showdown of the ages. <laughs> Titans get on the board first in the first on third and goal. Whitehurst to all Mr. Washington for the eight-yard touchdown. Titans up 7-0, fist pump. Charlie Whitehurst, 10-0 into the second. Jags have it. Third and one, Mercedes Lewis. There he is. You still like- in the league? Yeah. Go Jackrabbits. Four-yard score. Uh, Jags down 10-7. Later in the third, oh, Jags knocking Watch again. Watch how excited First he's going to get. Goal. Touchdown. Gerhardt. We knew it was coming. It only took to week 16 uh, yard out. 
following a defensive hold that put it at the one there. Jags go up 14 at 10. Oh, Garrett finishes Watch Todd well. on this one. Watch Todd on this, on this one. Yeah. Go, go. He's going. Started by no there one. What go. was that? That was the high sound. That was what? the high You know step. what, Akbar? You should actually get into play-by-play. That was a great call. Oh, thank you. Michael thank you. Jackson. Ah! Hey, hey, hey. At the hey, end. Hey. Uh, Todman, 13 the, points, the by the way. Was. And then there was that. Titans trying to come back. Wider oh, just misses. Oh, my gosh. Delaney Walker in the end zone. Owners seven points, including this one. Yeah, Walker ends with five points. Wide open, points. Akbar. Here are your fantasy leaders. Now, this actually, is the you know, wrong Washington. I thought Nate Washington was going to ball out, but it was Leon Washington, his cousin. I don't know if it was his real cousin. But, but. why you got to be like that? His last name's Washington. <laughs> Delaney Walker could have hey, given you 17 You'll take 17 points. points. You will take 17 points from Charlie Whitehurst. If only Charlie Whitehurst gets more points than, say, Peyton Manning this week. <laughs> <laughs> when do you leave for New Orleans, Toby, by the way? I leave tomorrow. Gerard, <laughs> Good 53 rushing yards and a touchdown. Someone heading into this season that a lot of people... <clears throat> Oh Thought could be a nice RB2, but it did not work out that way. However, if you played him in your championship, he got you those 12 points. Does he have any value? In 2015, knowing that the Jacksonville Jaguars are certainly going to have to address that offensive line, this was not so much on Toby as it was. Those holes never open for Jacksonville. I, I don't see it. I mean, I, I, I like the upgrade that they did with their interior line, bringing in a guy like Zane Beatles mm-hmm. to help with that interior push. But I don't see it for Toby Gearhart. I mean, outstanding when he was uh, with the with, at Stanford. The Vikings, I mean, yeah. even with the Vikings. But, you know, as the number one running back, he just didn't show me enough. Uh, he didn't show me that he had the ability to burst through those holes like he did in Minnesota. Maybe it's the offensive line, but I say stay away from Toby Gerhardt. This is likely to be a backfield committee with Gerhardt and Denard Robinson will be back. You got Storm, Storm Johnson. Johnson in there as well. They may George even draft Conway. a running back. Who knows? Yeah, but, it could um, happen. Marquise Lee was not part of that vaunted rookie class of receivers because he was uh, beset by injuries almost all year. But since he's returned, he has put together a couple nice games and shown that downfield speed we saw with the Trojans. Any interest in Marquise Lee next year? Yes. He's going to be a late-round pick. But remember, Allen Robinson is going to be the wide receiver to draft from Jacksonville going into 2015, assuming Justin Blackman isn't reinstated. Well, Justin so, Blackman's reinstated. That obviously, I think, increases the value of Marquise I don't Lee. know. That I, is, and, that, I, and I'll tell you why. That decreases because, the targets, though. Well, it decreases the target, but I can tell you one thing I know for sure about Marquise Lee. He is a big playmaker, and he has the potential to be one of my big-time, primetime, showtime, all-time What about, your, what about Cecil Shorts? Uh, Cecil Shorts? Other side of the he, ball. He's there, too. Before he gets on a Cecil Shorts rant. <laughs> other side of the ball. Uh, Bishop Sankey <laughs> led the Titans with 14 carries, 44 yards. Fabs, you liked him at the start of the year. Did not I, work out. No, no. Not Moving at all. to next year, though, Akbar, I'll flip it to you. Do uh, you think Sankey is the feature back for the Titans in 2015? You know what? I, I don't think he's going to be the, the the back for the 2015. He will get. He will be that guy starting. But I don't. We're talking about fantasy yeah. implication. I don't think that he has a lot of fantasy implication. They need a whole lot of work there. They need to solidify that quarterback position first and foremost. And they're going to draft. Uh, a quarterback. And they're going to draft a quarterback. And then we'll see what happens with Bishop Sankey. But right now, I put a big question mark on Sankey. I don't want to title him or put him in a box. I just have a big question well, mark on them. There, there is a big question mark, but you just said it. They have so many other needs. Are they going to really focus on running back? Hey, Sean Green, I mean, Sean Green is over the hill. Uh, Sankey probably at this point is the favorite to start next year, but he, he, 
He, uh, has, a, he am, has a skill set. He, has, he, he will be the starter. He has a skill set. they got to shore up everything else around him. I would say uh, if you want an indication, because they lost that game, they will now be one of the two teams to coach in the Senior Bowl. So if you see a running back get a little loose down there <laughs> in Mobile, and then you see the Titans draft that running back, beware of Bishop Sankey because it means that coaching staff perhaps fell in love with one of those kids they were coaching up that whole week down there at the Senior Bowl. Still to come, uh, that fantasy championship, just one more win away. Do you have what it takes? to make those tough lineup decisions. Well, our experts are here to show you the way. Plus, are you bold enough to start one of these players in your fantasy championship? See why we say you should take a chance on one of our super sleepers when NFL Fantasy Live returns. It's time now for player comparisons presented by SAP. As we welcome you back to NFL Fantasy Live, Matt Money Smith here with Adam Rank and Marcus Grant. Gentlemen, we're going to get interactive and answer some of those roster questions that we have been berated with. On Twitter, it's Her championship. Randy, yes, it is championship weekend. We want to help you hoist that trophy. So, rapid fire. You know how we right. do this, guys. All right, a minute on the clock. We're going to rip through as many of these scenarios as possible. I'm waiting to see the minute. I'm waiting to see the minute. There it is. Alex Smith at Steelers. Johnny Manziel at Panthers. Alex Smith all day. Alex Smith. He's in all my daily league teams. Yeah. LeGarrette Blunt versus the Jets. Dan Herring versus the Cowboys. Dan Herring. I'm going boom Herring. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Sweep. We got 2-0, uh, 2-0. Oh, oh. Isaiah Crowell versus the Panthers or Lamar Miller. Versus the Vikings. Ooh, I like this. I'm going Lamar Miller. Yeah. I like Vikings. Lamar Miller, yeah. All right, yeah, I wish there was more controversy. Yeah. Who put these together? These are garbage. <laughs> Fred Jackson versus the Raiders or Doug Martin versus the Packers? I want no parts of Doug Martin. I'm going Fred Jackson. Fred Jackson. He's inspired whenever C.J. Spiller returns. That's a good point. Uh, I'd go C.J. Spiller just stop for the heck it, of it, right? Stop it. In championship stop week, how do you not go with C.J. Spiller? Stop. Just like you should have gone with T. Toby Gerhardt last night. Roddy him. White versus the Saints or Josh Gordon versus the Panthers. Roddy White. You know, it's a sweep still. I'm going Roddy White. I want no parts of Johnny Manziel right now. Whoever put these together. Do we even have a production Jordan meeting? Matthews versus the Redskins or Brandon LaFell versus the Jets. Whoever Marcus isn't starting. <laughs> I, I'm going with Brandon LaFell. I, I'm, I'm going to go I like with the other guy. Like All him. right, look. It's clean sweeps. That's good. <laughs> Top ten. Uh, here we go. Top ten. Uh, tight end rankings. According to our experts, this is the average aggregate, however you want to describe it. You see Delaney Walker. Not bad. 5.4. Could have been a lot better had Charlie Whiter. I don't know, not throwing the ball outside of Duval <laughs> County. Uh, Rob Gronkowski, no surprise, number one. Jimmy Graham, number two. Julius Thomas, though, has not been good lately since his return from injury. So do you trust starting him? Because you can't start anyone else. It's the Monday nighter in Cincinnati. Would you roll with JT? Actually, I wouldn't just because I'm worried about Peyton Manning throwing the football cold weather in Cincinnati. They, they haven't How been cold throwing is it going to be? I don't know, but cold enough that it will be an issue, I think. And they haven't been throwing the ball effectively lately. It's been all about C.J. Anderson in the running game. I'd probably find another tight end this week. One last time on primetime to show that he still has that gun there. He can sling it. What is this expect, gun you speak of? I expect. <laughs> what, I expect what is this sling that you speak I of? I expect uh, Peyton Manning to go out and throw a bunch of touchdowns this week. Yeah, and plus. It's I also really options. What, what other options do you have at the tight end position? Maybe there's someone sleeping there on the uh, waiver wire, but it's probably unlikely. Hey, what are you going to do? Are you going to pick up Scott Chandler? Jason Morrow. Jason Morrow. Oh. Well, I'm sorry. Chase, I didn't Chase. realize Jason Morrow was on the when table. When NFL <laughs> Fantasy Live returns, we'll get uh, a little defensive. Our experts <laughs> reveal the top fantasy defenses to stream if you want to win the title of Fantasy Champion. And we'll help you balance out your fantasy budget. Find out how to get the most bang for your buck in daily fantasy leagues right after this. 
If you think your fantasy season is over, it's not. Now you can continue the fantasy season throughout the NFL playoffs and have a chance to win the trip of a lifetime to Super Bowl 50. It's called NFL Playoff Challenge. Sign up today at NFL.com slash Playoff Challenge. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live, presented by Bose Money here. Joined now by Marcus Grant, the Hoff, Michael Fabiano, and Akbar Baja Biamila. Akbar, it's time for your favorite topic. What's that? Defenses. Defense. Okay, let's go. Well, you like eggnog most, but no, actually, we're not going to talk about that here. <laughs> yeah. They have that now. It's okay. Gluten and lactose-free. Here we go. Uh, streaming defenses this weekend for the championship game. Look, the waiver wire is closed down, which means you have an opportunity to pick up one of these particular defenses because a lot of teams do stream defenses. So, Akbar, get us started. A D that you like this week to put up, we'll say... Let's set the floor, gentlemen, at seven points. Oh, seven, seven points oh, from your easily. Defense. Then the, the Miami Dolphins would be a good pick. I mean, going up against Teddy Bridgewater, remember, this is a, uh, an offense that they've thrown a lot of interceptions, uh, the fifth most in the NFL. And when you look at the pressure that the uh, Miami Dolphins, they bring, they're, they're tied for – they're in the top ten for sacks right Works now. For me. 30, 37 sacks on the year. You look at the, their defensive ends, they're bringing a lot of pressure. Teddy Bridgewater is still very young, and I, I say this about the young quarterbacks because they don't have the ability to read defenses like some of the veteran guys. So when they see pressure, they start getting happy feet, so they start moving around. I see those guys, and you get those secondary – a uh, group like uh, Brent Grimes? I was waiting oh, for come it. on. I was waiting for Akbar to do his, uh, the, uh, his the guaranteed <laughs> Brent Grimes mention. I knew it was coming. So, so, and all in all, I, I like these guys to really have put out a good performance. All right, from the AFC South to the NFC South. Fabs, you like the Panthers? I do, and uh, the Panthers have been playing better Ooh. defense lately, especially on their home field. And they get to play against Johnny Turnover this week, right? Hey, now. Who didn't have what? What's his name? Five fantasy points last week, something like that. He had a half point. Whatever it is. So I, I really see the Carolina Panthers defenders doing the money sign a lot this week. And it's not because Matt Money Smith is going to beat me in the championship. It's because they're going to sack Manziel like and pick <laughs> off Manziel. Pick up the Panthers if you need to stream a defense. Uh, all right. How about it, Marcus? Where are you going? I'm going to Green Bay. I'm going with the Packers right now. First off, I'm sure they are stinging over that loss last week to the Bills, and they need to get wins in order certainly to stay in that number two spot in the NFC, maybe a chance at the one seed. But more than that, they're playing the Buccaneers, who have just been a mess offensively. You see the 25 takeovers that the Packers have this year. Certainly the Bucs are no stranger to turning the ball over. I expect Clay Matthews to line up all over the field and get after the quarterback in that situation. I think the Packers are a good spot to bounce back this week against Tampa. I am going to ask a series of rhetorical questions, so gentlemen, please be quiet as I do it. Do the Ravens close the season strong? Yes, they do. Are the Texans a passing team? No, they're not. Have the Ravens allowed just a single rush TD in their last six games? They have. This is the absolute lock defense of the week if you want a floor of seven points. Look at this stat. Ten-plus fantasy points in four of the last five games, and they're going to be going up against a quarterback that was just plugged into Bill O'Brien's offense this week. They stopped the run. They're going to ask a quarterback to throw because no one's going to be able to run. You're talking about a team that has the second-most sacks the last eight games. This is an absolute no-brainer unless you're Fabs. He's got them and the Eagles. And, Fabs, you're going to sit them. You're going to sit them and you're going to play the Eagles because, darn it, you're not going to be able to take my advice. You're not stealing that great analysis. If you've been knocked out of the fantasy playoffs, uh, your season does not have to end yet. Daily leagues are all the rage these days, and understandably so. Let's talk about some of our top starts for Week 16 in those daily leagues. Now, these are based on a $50,000 budget. Fabs, 
You like Alex Smith because he's got a very sweet $5,600 price tag. Exactly. Not only is the price tag right for only $5,600, but I'm playing him in a traditional championship this week because of a matchup against the Pittsburgh Steelers. They've allowed the most fantasy points to quarterbacks over the last four weeks. They've also given up 10 touchdown passes in their last three home games. And Alex Smith, he can give you headaches from time to time, but more often than not over the last four weeks, he has given you a floor of about 15 fantasy points. So Smith, traditional leagues, pick him up. You can play him. And in daily leagues, he is a great value. I'm predicting seven touchdown passes to only wide receivers this week. <laughs> I hope so. Marcus, I need uh, it. you're going with a, a budgeted player here. Robert Griffin at 6100 bucks. Absolutely. I feel like that's a bargain for him, especially coming off the good game he had last week against the Giants. And I know that in terms of fantasy, the Eagle defense has scored a lot of fantasy points, but a lot of that has been being opportunistic, turnovers that turn into touchdowns, punt and kickoff returns for points. But they give up chunk yardage, plus – Still have another issue of Deshaun Jackson facing his old team for the second time. Oh, yeah. And, you know, D-Jax doesn't forget that sort of stuff. So I like Robert Griffin III to hit some big plays down the field in the passing game and then get out and run for a few yards as well. Now, unlike us who do our damage on cable, uh, the gentleman sitting across from me gets that big network check. And uh, that's why he's going to spend that big money <laughs> on Aaron Rodgers, the most expensive quarterback in the daily leagues. Yeah, I'm going to give this one to American Ninja Warrior. They yep. can go ahead and take the bill for this one. $9,000 for uh, Aaron Rodgers. You look, go hard or go home. You got to go out there and get the best quarterback. That's my philosophy. I want him because I know he wants to clean up that image that he had last week against the Buffalo Bills. Get this offense believing again that they are the high-powered offense. They are the high-powered offense that, of course, when you look at Aaron Rodgers, 24-plus fantasy points in seven of the last nine games. That's a lot of fantasy points. That means he's slinging the rock. I uh, I do not have ninja money. I uh, like to stack them deep and sell them cheap. I am a uh, I am a budget-conscious thrift shopper, which is why I love Pierre Thomas. 3800 bucks. Are you kidding me? In a PPR league, the fact this guy is one of Drew Brees' favorite targets, and you want to talk about yak. He is a yard-after-catch machine. Look at that, 91.8 scrimmage yards per game in the last four games versus the Falcons. He had nearly 100 of them against the Packers, against the Bears, I should say, the other week on Monday Night Football. That's a no-brainer for me. Uh, Akbar, you're going to actually budget yourself. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to budget all your myself. money on the quarterback. Yeah, yeah look, you got to budget like, you know, there's a lot of people out there who, who do good budgeting, like myself. So, but yeah, Kenny right. Stills going up against, I see that <laughs> going against the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> look, they are, down, they are down a second, uh, one of their secondary guys in Robert Alford. I think they're going to expose that. You look at Drew Brees getting there, going to attack, this, using the speed of Kenny Stills to find those holes in that defense and beat those matchups. You watch Kenny Stills go out. $5,700, is that right? $5,700? That's what it says. He'll give you a lot of bang for that uh, for, for the points there. 400 bucks less, Marcus. Uh, Brandon LaFell and Bell, Bill Belichick's likely farewell to Rex Ryan from the AFC East. Yeah, it seems like this is the way to go out. Why not, why not do it what Belichick does? You take a receiver, you take a player that was on someone else's scrap heap, and you turn him into a superstar. Why not do it against the Jets, who they have tormented for so many years? We have seen the number two target in that Patriots offense alternate between LaFell and Julian Edelman, but for the price at $5,300, Brandon LaFell should see a lot of targets, make some plays against the Jets secondary that's been questionable all year. Fabs, we got a couple Saints in the mix. You like the other sideline and Harry Douglas, who for $5,600 may be the number one target of Matt Ryan. This Could week. be a steal. Julio Jones didn't practice all week. He's likely to be a game-time decision, and if he can't go... Harry Douglas is going to be a very solid sleeper in traditional leagues who I'll have to play against you, Money. But in daily leagues, 
for 5,600 bones, I will take that all day long against a bad Saints pass. And not to mention, too, PPR factors into this as well. So you get those points, four uh, points per per reception. That's why Kenny Steele... PPR should be standard as far as I'm concerned. (laughs) You love PPR. Wait, what does PPR stand for again? Points per reception. Thank you, Akbar. Coming up next, uh, the Fantasy Maverick. (laughs) How much was that watch, Akbar? How much was that watch? asking me that? Laying down the law with his likes and dislikes for championship weekend. This is the one and only Fantasy Live. I didn't get your points. The shoes. Still to come on NFL Fantasy Live, which quarterback can you count on when it matters most? We debate which gunslinger gives you the best chance to win your fantasy championship. Plus, could these fantasy stars matchups be cause for concern? Find out which players have us the most nervous to start in Week 16. And don't get stuck staring at your screen Saturday night. Ooh, alliteration. Kick back and relax because we are going to help you set the perfect lineup right now as NFL Fantasy Live rolls on. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live, the official fantasy football show of the NFL. Money here with Akbar Marcus and the Hoff, Michael Fabiano. Gentlemen, it is time to talk about players that we are nervous to start this weekend. Big names that you will not have in your lineup, Marcus. Uh, I'm going to go with Matt Forte. He makes me very, very nervous. This is a guy that I like to be the second-half MVP of the fantasy season. And? It didn't quite happen. Partly because the Bears offense has fallen apart. Now this week, Jimmy Clausen is starting. I would expect the Lions are going to force the Bears to beat them through the air. They are going to do everything in their power to take away Matt Forte, which says a lot about a defense that is already pretty good at stopping the run. Lions have given up fewer than 40 rushing yards in each of the last three games. I am very, very concerned about Forte this week. Uh, You are staying in the Windy City, Akbar, with your nervous player that you will not play this week. Yeah, interesting enough. Well, not necessarily that I won't play. I'm just very, very nervous about him because Jimmy Clausen is going to be at quarterback, and, of course, he's going to be the number one target. So very easy to identify who to take away in the passing game. And, you know, like you were talking about, Marcus, when you look at the Chicago Bears, the Chicago Bears, they're passing the ball a lot more than they are running the ball. And so when you look at that, you understand that Alshon Jeffrey is very much a part of this. And so uh, who's the, who's going to be that other wide receiver? Perhaps Marquise. Maybe Marquise will step up and be that guy. But I'm nervous about how they're going to play and attack Jimmy Clausen. Who would you rather start, Alshon Jeffrey or Marquise Wilson? Alshon Jeffrey, come yeah. on. <laughs> All right. Josh Gordon, also nervous about starting him, gentlemen? Uh, I am nervous about it. I, I, was, I was kind of dubious about his return this year anyway, just for missing so much time. But he looked great in that first week. And I almost have to eat my words, but since then his targets have gone down. And until Johnny Manziel looks like he is something less than bewildered on the field, I'm just not confident putting Josh Gordon out there. Yeah, that's two years years from now. Everyone was excited about Johnny football. No, stop saying that. Nobody's excited about him. No, 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 no. I I feel like this pendulum is going to swing. No, no, no. Stop (laughs) saying that because I was clear in what I felt about Johnny Manziel. I said he's an exciting player to watch, but there was nothing I said that Johnny Manziel was going to go out there. In fact, what he did out there is exactly what I anticipated. Look, the NFL game is not something you just come in here and say, oh, I'm Johnny Manziel, I won the Heisman, I'm going to come out there and just start balling on guys. No, that doesn't happen, okay? So he affects Josh Gordon's production, and that's why I'm not playing Josh Gordon. I'm staying away from it. In fact, I'm going to reveal it now. He's going to be one of my trap players. How this about is, that? Well, this is very, very presidential sorry. of Akbar right yes. there, you know? Yeah, he had the yes. finger going. I'm done now. If you missed all of that, Akbar loves Johnny Manziel this week. <laughs> what are you nervous about? My whole lineup against you this week in the fantasy NFL Fantasy Life Championship. Why? Uh, DeMarco Murray, hands. Marshawn Lynch playing Arizona. T.Y. Hilton did not practice. Alshon Jeffrey, Jimmy Clausen, 
Uh, Julio Jones did not practice. So Hoosier, DNP All-American. What's, what's going to end up happening is that I'm going to play Harry Douglas because Peyton Julio Manning. may not play. And I'm going to play Vincent Jackson because T.Y. is not, probably not going to play. You have Peyton Manning. And look at Peyton Manning's what? numbers what? over the last three games. Have you seen it? Did you, you know <laughs> that Connor Barth, Connor Barth, the kicker of the Denver Broncos, yep. has scored more fantasy points than Peyton Manning in the last three weeks? The kicker! Wow. Money. And you know what else I'm scared of? What's that? Your lineup. Well, what do you mean? I got plenty I'm of things scared to be your nervous lineup about too. in my lineup, Look at this deck squad that you've got going up against me this week. I sure, got sure. plenty put, put, to worry <laughs> about, Fabs. I did not build this lineup looking toward the Super Bowl. I mean, I got Drew Brees and Mark Ingram taking on Atlanta. That stout defense of the Falcons. My Calvin Johnson. Eddie Lacy and Jordy Nelson against Tampa. Oh, Calvin Johnson's taking my on the Bears. Calvin Johnson. Oh, my boy. team won 11 games in the regular season, won my playoff game. And I am going to get slaughtered. I'll tell you. The DNP All-Stars. Oh, that's a thing of beauty. Oh, that Week 16 starting lineup is a thing of beauty. All right, for more now, let's get it over to Adam Rank. Thanks, Matt, and uh, congratulations on your victory. And every week I give the thumbs up and thumbs down to a wide variety of topics from Homeland to the new-look San Diego Padres. Will Meyer is one of my uh, keepers, so I'm happy about that. And I finally saw the NXT TakeOver, and it was amazing. And you know what? I just realized I just gave a bunch of thumbs up, so it must be the holiday season. And in that spirit, here are four players I like for the coming week. And we start with Matt Ryan, who is the most high-scoring fantasy quarterback over the last two weeks. The most impressive part of Ryan's game is his ability to get it done on the road. He did it two weeks ago in Green Bay when I doubted him. And now he's in New Orleans where he has thrown for more than 300 yards in three consecutive games down on the bayou. Next up is Mark Sanchez. His consistency is lack in the past few weeks, but he's got a great matchup this week at Washington where the hosts have allowed the second most touchdown passes this season. Washington also doesn't force a lot of turnovers either, which is good news for Sanchez, who has struggled with turnovers over the course of the year. So he is an excellent start this week. Let's move on to the running back position and Joyke Bell. The Bears were pretty good against the run earlier in the season, but teams have been very successful on the ground in recent weeks. And if this is one of those games that gets out of hand like a lot of folks expect, the Lions could grind out the clock in the second half, which would mean a lot of opportunities for Bell to put up points. And finally, I like Chuck Johnson this week. He's become the guy we thought Cordell Patterson was going to be. But you know what? Johnson has averaged close to 20 yards per reception over the last month. And you have to like the Dolphins, who have been very generous to opposing receivers and quarterbacks. With Teddy Bridgewater having a homecoming in Miami, I really like this all the way around. But right now, let's take a look at some of my likes and dislikes for the week. Of course, Matthew Stafford. I still like Jeremy Hill. I feel this could be a chance where you might be chasing the points a little bit, but I still feel it's a pretty good start. Mike Wallace, Martellus Bennett. Now, after Jimmy Clausen makes his read to Alshon Jeffrey at first, if that doesn't work, he's going to be dumping the ball off a lot to the tight ends. He did it a lot in Carolina. And to go down to the dislikes and some guys who I've relied on over the past couple of weeks, except for you, Jason Witten. You will always be my dislike tight end. And the 49er wide receivers. That's just, you want to avoid that at all costs. All right, when NFL Fantasy Live returns. If you're stuck on whom to start this weekend, why not let us experts do it for you? Up next, we're bringing some lucky fans a little fantasy nirvana. You can build a house, we can plan a... Oh, by the way, if you want to hoist that championship trophy, 10 points from your quarterback is not going to cut it. We break down the toughest QB decisions right after this. 
Just a reminder to double-check your lineups because on Saturday we have a special edition of Thursday Night Football. First, the Eagles take on the Redskins at 4 p.m. Eastern on NFL Network, followed by Chargers Niners on NFL Network and CBS. NFL Total Access kickoff starts at 2 p.m. Eastern, so be sure to get your roster set. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live. Money here with the Hoff, Michael Fabiano. Now, earlier this week, we asked you fans in need of some help with your rosters to tweet us your lineup using the hashtag SetMyLineup. We picked out a couple of yous in need for championship weekend. Fabs, this is big time. These are championship game rosters that you are setting. We do not take this lightly. So, Dino, the Hall of Famer, is going to win you a championship. Do you feel the responsibility? Of course. Okay, here we go. I've been feeling it for years and years, and Dino, to make it to the championship with those three quarterbacks? Pretty impressive, huh? That's some skill right there. You know, Money, I'm going to go with RG3. How about that? I'm RG3. Gonna go, I'm getting crazy, man. You're nutty. Eli Manning has got a bad matchup against the Rams. Cam, can you trust him? Against Cleveland, they have an underrated defense. At running back, no-brainer. Jamal Charles is the number one guy. Number two, Alfred Morris. Okay, against the Eagles. And I know that his numbers have not been good lately, but if you look at what he's done in his career against Philadelphia, he's averaged over 10 fantasy points per game against them. The Eagles have allowed the fifth most fantasy points to home running backs this year. And Morris typically is better at home than he is on the road, especially when it comes to scoring touchdowns. So I'm going to stick with Alfred Morris and have confidence that he bounces back. And wide receiver, Golden Tate has got a great matchup against two. The, uh, the Chicago Yes, the team that you team. are very uh, yeah. familiar with. And I'm going to go with Julian Edelman. Yep. I don't like the matchup because he has not had a lot of success in his career against the Jets, but I still like Edelman over the other three options. At tight end, I'm going with Travis Kelsey, who is the best receiver in Kansas City. Have they had a wide receiver score a touchdown not yet? Not yet, no. Not yet. Two games left no, to try to make that happen. That is unbelievable. And let's go to the flex starter, and I'm going to go with Steven Jackson. Okay. I like the matchup against the New Orleans Saints. They've been rotten against the run all season long. It's going to be a high-scoring game. And Steven Jackson has actually played well from a fantasy standpoint over the last three weeks. So this is your lineup. All right, looks good. And Justin Tucker, the Panthers, in there because uh, Dino only had one defense and kicker. Let's go get him, uh, Dino. With great power comes great responsibility, Jeff Mack. So I am here for you. Clearly, Colin Kaepernick has been on the schneid. I love the matchup inside the Superdome for Matt Ryan and the Falcons. So regardless of who his pass-catching options are, I am good starting Matt Ryan over cap against the Chargers. Running backs, even though it's not the best matchup, you still got to go with Marshawn Lynch. He's the reason why you are in the championship round in the first place. This is a tough one because I do love how much they're giving the ball to Jonathan Stewart. Miami's defense has been letting them down, which means they're falling behind quite a bit. They're trying to pass the ball a lot more still. I'm going to go with Lamar Miller. The it's matchup just against better, Minnesota Exactly. Is it's very a better good. matchup, especially because they're having some issues at the quarterback position in Minnesota. So maybe that defense gets back and writes their wrongs. As for the wide receivers, this is a tough collection. We start with Roddy White because clearly why would I take Matt Ryan if I'm not going to take Roddy White, who's going to likely be his number one target this week. And look at this, 70-plus reception yards in three of the last four road games. I love that it's indoors. I love that the NFC South is going to ride on this game. And I love that Roddy White has been there, done that. One of the most consistent receivers in the NFL since he was drafted out of the University of Alabama at Birmingham. The Blazers. The Blazers with the Dragon who sat. Sadly, shame on you, state of Alabama. 
disbanded their football program earlier this year. So a little bit of love for the college football there in Roddy White. The other wide receiver position, you know what? I like Deshaun Jackson. I'm going to go ahead and watch him as a downfield threat against that Eagles uh, squad, and I think that's just going to be a high-scoring affair. Hmm, Larry Donnell or Rob Gronkowski. Uh, I'm going to go ahead yeah, and put Gronk in there. Difficult. Kicker, since we're down here already, I'm going to go Dan Bailey. I just love that matchup with the Colts. I think there's going to be a lot of points in that Cowboy-Colt game. For the defense, this is a tough one because the Cardinals have been consistent all season. I love their return game, but... The Packers defense has to right their wrongs on in the road. Tampa. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. In Tampa against Josh McCown uh, and a team that's actually played a lot better. But I'm going to take the Packers in this one. As for the flex, uh, you mentioned that you're going with Steven Jackson. I typically like to go running back in the flex, but high scoring game. High scoring game. I'm going Marcus Colston to get you at least a touchdown there, Jeff. So I guarantee Jeff will be watching New Orleans and Atlanta. And maybe listening to Matt Money Smith. There you go. I'll be on the radio call for that game out there in the Superdome. I'll see you at Drago's or the Camellia Grill. All right, for more (laughs) on the QB position, let's throw it over to Marcus Grant. Thank you, Money. Marcus here with Adam and Akbar. And we're going to break down the quarterback position for Week 16. So we'll take a look now at the top QB starts on NFL.com. You see the list there. Of course, Drew Brees sitting at the top of that matchup against the Falcons coming up this week. Andrew Luck, who's been so good, kind of drops down a little bit against the Cowboys. See Matt Stafford, Tony Romo. But we'll start Stop the bo- with that Peyton Manning stuff, too. What? He's, he's a top five. All right. Okay, but we'll start at the bottom of that list, though. Russell Wilson. It's a guy who has scored fewer than 20 points in three of his last four games. Now he's going up against a tough Cardinals defense in a game that means a whole lot for the NFC West. Would you trust starting him this week? This is one of those games I feel like we're going to be looking at that's going to end up 6-9. to nine. It's going to be a lot of field goals, not a lot of touchdowns. So to start Russell Wilson, to me, yeah, it would raise uh, the level of concern a little bit. Yeah, I, I would go ahead and just tell you flat out, it's, I'm very scared. And so I would say, <laughs> no, don't start Russell Wilson. And the reason why, you look at his, his production in the air. I mean, yeah. he's got seven games this year under 200 yards. That's a lot of games under 200 yards he's throwing the ball in the air. Then, of course, you talked to, you, you mentioned his last couple of games here, two out of the last three games, not a lot of uh, production. Yes, he has the ability to get out there and use his mobility, but this is the Arizona Cardinals defense, and they are very tough. We know yeah. that they can secure that perimeter, and then they got two outstanding cornerbacks that can be able to stop their uh, below-satisfactory wide receiver core. Yeah, because he makes his noise on the ground, and the Cardinals have the athletes to stop that. So I'd say don't start him. Yeah, especially when well, uh, the Honey Badger expected to be back this week, too. That could certainly change a lot with how they defend the Seahawks passing game. Robert Griffin III showed signs of life last week. I mentioned him as a guy like in daily leagues. Are you bold enough to start him, though, with a fantasy championship? On uh, I'm sorry, what was the name that you said? RG3. Robert Griffin III. Oh, RG3, Bam. yes. Yeah, the guy who scores 16 points against the uh, New York Giants, huh? That's the yes. guy. I, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. That was just <laughs> his game coming back, and he's starting to fill himself a little bit. I mean, he got loose with it. I, I have to give him his credit. He looked very good. But I think his his confidence is rattled. I, I look at the way he, he kind of slings the ball out there. He's kind of still second-guessing himself. And now, you know, you look at this matchup against the Eagles. The Eagles, you know, look, this defense, they haven't been tight. They've been up and down. But I say the Eagles come after uh, 47 sacks this season, uh, so far this season. They're going to come after RG3. But it's the Eagles. They've allowed the third most fantasy points to Now, can't you see that on the screen right there? Third most pa- fantasy points. <laughs> yeah, but they also the bring the, That's the fantasy aspect of it. But in reality, they're going to be bringing heat. And we know that when RG3 gets a lot of pressure, he starts doing that moving and dicing and moving around. And all of a sudden, everything falls to play. And then Jay Gruden's going to be talking about him again. 
Oh, yeah. I like that Jay Gruden. Jay Gruden needs to be on Twitter. Just, <laughs> oh, just to rip all of his players, that would be the best. I think we would all think it's a parody account that he No, it's got to be a verified account by Jay Gruden. What did Herm Edwards say? You play don't, to win. No, no, Sorry. don't press send. <laughs> don't press send. <laughs> Switching over to San Diego. Phillip Rivers has been up and down the last few weeks. I was big on the Baron of the Bolo tie earlier in the <laughs> season. He seems to have lost his title in that respect. Keenan Allen is out this week. He's still wearing the Bolos, though. He is still wearing the Bolos. But Keenan Allen is out this week. Can you trust Philip Rivers against the 49ers on Saturday. I like this start. I would start Philip Rivers this week. I feel this is going to be a huge game for him because when we talk about reality, the 49ers, they're FedExing this game in. They're gone into full Freddie Mitchell mode, and this team played their Super Bowl last week against Seattle, put out a pretty good effort, came up short. Now the season's over. Jim Harbaugh can end up either at Michigan or Oakland or with the Los Angeles, wherever he's going to be. It doesn't seem like he's going to be back in San Francisco. So I expect this team just to, you know what, not play, not show up. And Phillip Rivers and the Chargers still have something to play for. So I expect them to have a really good game. Look, the 49ers, they haven't looked well. They, they've looked nope. a little sick as of late. But you also have to look at Phillip Rivers as well. His production hasn't been very good at all. You look at that game against the Oakland Raiders, that's still stuck in my head. Didn't put up a lot of fantasy points there. You look at the game against New England, the game against Denver, not a lot of good fantasy production. And I look at the, those defenses, and I look at the San Francisco 49ers defense. Yes, they may not be well, but those defenses are definitely better than the Oakland Raiders. So I say are to they? stay away from, from <laughs> Phillip Rivers. Phillip really? Rivers is going to let you down. Is then he doesn't really? have Keenan Allen. The, the that's one option he doesn't have. Royal. The defense has not been the biggest issue, although the offense in San Francisco Francisco not being able to produce has probably hurt that defense the last couple of weeks. So we'll see how Fair it goes. enough. Bad Fair time enough. for some top quarterbacks to go through. <laughs> I don't some like struggles. any of them to answer your question. Okay, there you go. Trust there, there's Akbar's. Trust nobody. It. If you want some of our top QB starts for daily leagues this weekend, be sure to visit NFL.com slash now to download the app for free. That content exclusive to NFL now viewers. Now don't touch that dial because up next, we've got some sleepers you can trust to put up monster points. See which sleeping giants we say will wake up and wreak havoc this weekend. Time now for Sunday Gems presented by Marcus Solo. Every kiss begins with hey. Hey, Joe. That was way Hi, too Marcus. deep. Welcome that was way too deep. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live. Money here with our Barbershop Quartet. Gentlemen, it is time to talk about some sleepers for championship week. Saturday and Sunday gems in this particular case. Fab's where we start. I don't sing, but I'll give you a sleeper, and that's Jordan Matthews going up against the Washington Redskins. Great matchup this week. Washington's pass defense has struggled. Matthews has a receiving touchdown in three straight road games. All right, how about another wide receiver, Akbar? I'm going to go with Malcolm Floyd, one of the best in, as far as making big-time plays. You know, you talk about an explosive player, 17, oh, a little over 17 yards in explosive plays, yards per game. I'm going to go with Malcolm Floyd going good against the uh, 49ers. Uh, Adam, you want to like, keep it going in that game? You know, I like that pick. Malcolm Floyd's a pretty good option. I also like Eddie Royal in that game, too. He's a, he's a little bit cheaper in your daily fantasy league, so I'm looking at him. All right, so those are Saturday gems. Uh, it's typically called Sunday gems. Marcus, yeah, I how about a Sunday gem? gem. I'm going to go with Lamar, Lamar Miller because the Viking run defense has been awesome. Awful over the last six weeks or so. All right, and I'll go uh, Alex Smith for a Sunday gem up against the Steelers. Depleted secondary looks like in that game. Much better option than a lot of those big-name quarterbacks out there in your championship weeks. Speaking of which, we'll see you Sunday morning for the pregame version of NFL Fantasy Live starting at 11.30 Eastern on NFL Now and the NFL Red Zone Channel. All the latest injury news and fantasy analysis leading up to kickoff. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. 
So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the Land of Saints and Sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R.